Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Welcome to okay-ish. If you're listening for the first time, I am so glad you're here. Thanks for being here. Head on over to Instagram and follow me at Dance for updates and news. And stay tuned because next week I have a guest on that I'm super excited about. It's another therapist and I can't wait to pick her brain about how she does therapy and her thoughts on mental health. So I just found out that this month is Stress Awareness Month. And this made me realize that I have never done an episode on stress. Like I've talked about stress, obviously, but I've never just focused on stress. So what a better time than now? So it's ironic because a lot of the time when people first call for therapy, they are very stressed. That doesn't sound that surprising, right? So typically people do not call to schedule a therapy appointment when like life is good and sunshine and butterflies. Once in a while they do actually. And I wish people did more often, but that's not usually how it happens. And to be completely honest, it's really frustrating sometimes because people will like call in crisis, like their stress is through the roof, and then they'll come in for a session and feel better or that specific stressor will go away and then they'll never come back. (laughs) Us therapists, we don't love that. I mean, yes, call when you're in crisis. That's what we're here for. Get support. All of that is very important. But... When people like momentarily feel better and so stop coming to therapy, that is frustrating. But I get it. I get it. You know, I've done that before too, where I'm like, oh, I feel better. Do I really need this? But sometimes when we feel better is when we need it the most because then we're in a better headspace to like learn and change and things like that. But, anyways, I'm digressing. This all reminded me, I had an old supervisor who had a sign in her office that said, your problem is not my emergency. (laughs) And I loved that sign because it's funny that that's what stress often does to us. I get so many current clients or new clients who are going through a, a stressor and will call me and say, oh my gosh, I need to see you immediately. I need to come in like today. Maybe they do need to, and calling is fantastic. But then often what will happen is that stressor will die down, and they'll be like, nah, I'm good. I'm okay now. (laughs) Again, if you're in crisis, call someone, reach out for help, 100% do that. But so often we're really reactive to our stress. Like, I'm sure some of you can relate. Have you ever had a day at work where, like, You just have to keep your mouth shut because if you open your mouth, you'll probably scream or quit or cry or something. (laughs) I know that's happened to me in the past. So stress is just like so fascinating because we're so reactive with it. We're so reactive of, oh my gosh, I got to do this right now. And I'm wondering if being reactive to our stress is helping us or hurting us. 
It's interesting to think about. So I tend to be a bit of a workaholic. And when I'm stressed, I work more. I know, it isn't great. The reason it isn't great is because that's me being reactive to my stress, right? It's me being like, I'm stressed and I don't know what to do about being stressed, so I'm going to work. I did it the other day with cleaning. I'm sure some of us can relate to stress cleaning or rage cleaning. I was super stressed out and my house has never been cleaner. Mopped the floors, did everything. That is us being really reactive to our stress. But I'm wondering if being reactive to our stress like that often exhausts us. I know it exhausts me. So with that idea in mind, raise your hand if you've been a little stressed the past year. Or, you know, your whole adulthood. No one tells you as a kid that adulthood is stressful. (laughs) I saw a really funny meme the other day that was like, So just to confirm, everyone feels tired all the time, no matter how much sleep they get or caffeine they consume, but also has trouble falling asleep and is constantly hungry, but also nauseous with acid reflux and spends every second working or cleaning and yet nothing gets accomplished. (laughs) I'm sure we can all relate to this meme because we all feel this way. I know it made me laugh a lot. But that feeling that this meme is describing, that feeling, my friends, is stress. Okay, so clearly I have a lot to say about stress, but before I go on, it's really important to note that we will never get rid of stress. It's an emotion that we will feel forever. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to always be so reactive to my stress. Like, yes, I want a clean house and I want to get my work done, but if I could do those things Without this like stress, reactivity, response, got to do this right now because I'm so overwhelmed. Like that just feels like crap. So fun fact, stress is the most powerful emotion. Like it's more powerful than anger, grief, sadness. All those emotions, right, that are so powerful and so overwhelming, stress is literally more powerful than those. Which is crazy to me because we all feel stressed. Like five-year-olds feel stressed, right? Five-year-olds are feeling this most important emotion. Like that sucks. And I think sometimes, depending on the season of life I'm in, I feel a little bit stressed at some point every day. All right. So before we get into the fun parts of stress, if we're not having fun talking about stress already... (laughs) Let me give you some background. So stress is an evolutionary response. Like cavemen felt stressed when there was danger, right? Stress was, it's meant as a protective response. Stress increases cortisol, which increases sugars into our bloodstreams, which can help us respond to stress, right? It can help us give that like adrenaline to fight or flight or whatever we need to do. Stress also paralyzes our parasympathetic nervous system, AKA the thing that's responsible for relaxation. So not only is like our cortisol and everything going up, but what's responsible for relaxation is like not working properly. The problem with all this evolutionary stuff, like yes, it's good that stress was originally designed to protect us and it still it still does happen. We get stressed when we feel a threat. But it's not good for our physical health. Like when people say, don't be so stressed, you're going to give yourself a heart attack. Mm, That's kind of (laughs) true. 
All that cortisol and whatnot, that builds up plaque around our hearts and actually does cause heart attacks or heart disease. So stress, it really isn't very good for us. So typically there's three distinct phases of stress when we feel stressed. The first phase is alarm. Alarm is that initial phase where our brains and our bodies are like, yep, I'm stressed. There's a threat and I'm feeling stressed. This isn't great. Phase two, where we often all kind of live sometimes, is resistance. And resistance can look different for everyone. For me, sometimes it looks like just ignoring my stress and hoping it will go away. Sometimes it looks like those very reactive things I was just talking about. Like, if I just get more work done, I won't be stressed. If I mop my floor, I won't be stressed. Or, you know, those people that will call me and say, this is an emergency. I need to see you right now. Make this go away immediately. We want to resist the fact that stress is even there at all, but we also want to resist feeling stressed because feeling stressed is uncomfortable. You know, who wants to just sit and feel stressed? That doesn't sound like fun. So we desperately try to resist it, whether we're resisting it by trying to find an immediate solution, whether we're resisting it by ignoring it's there, we just want to resist it. Recently, I did a workshop on stress, like a corporate workshop, and I said at the beginning that I wasn't going to give them tips for stress, that that's not the point of the workshop, that I was going to go deeper into like how the brain works and all of that stuff. And at the end of the presentation, people's only questions were, So what tips do you have? So that kind of shows the resistance phase. Like, I can't handle this. Just give me a tip so I can make it go away. But guess what? There's no tips. There's no quick fixes. Like, yes, we can do stress-relieving activities, and we all know those stress-relieving activities, which are amazing to do. But so often we're looking for these, like, quick solutions that, unfortunately, don't quite exist. And then phase three of stress is exhaustion. Phase three, exhaustion, is when we call our mom. In my case, I call my mom crying. (laughs) Or my sister. Or someone in my family or a friend. And I just call them crying. And I say, I can't do it anymore. I give up. I'm done. So Kelly McGonigal is a health psychologist at Stanford. I really suggest listening to some of her TED Talks. She's really, really interesting. And she studies stress and has been studying stress her whole career. And she has been studying how to minimize stress, how to get it out of the way so that we don't experience the negative side effects, right? She's been studying that phase two, how to resist stress. Then she did a lot of research and she changed her field of study. Because she realized, and I'm paraphrasing here, this isn't coming right out of her mouth, but she realized, wait, resisting stress doesn't work. (laughs) Resisting stress doesn't make it go away, doesn't make stress never come back. So she changed her field of study to instead of getting rid of stress, to help people view stress more positively, to help people feel more resilient towards stress, more confident in the fact that they can handle stress less reactive to stress. But that's easier said than done, right? To do this, we want to believe that we'll be okay. 
We want to believe that we know how to handle stress, believe that we've been stressed before, we'll be stressed again, and we're resilient to it. We can do it. Kelly McGonigal cites a study where people who were sick, who believed that stress was harmful for their health, had a 43% increased risk of dying versus people who believed that stress is a part of life, but they knew how to cope with it and, you know, things would ultimately be fine. That's like a big percentage. So in my life, I tend to catastrophize things. I think I've told you guys that before. So I make every little thing into a big catastrophe. So I used to have this nasty habit of when I got stressed, I would make it into a catastrophe. Like, let me give an example. Like in the morning, I would forget something on my way to work or I would spill coffee on my blouse or something minor like that. And my brain would say to me, this is it. This is the worst. Your day's ruined. Might as well go back to bed and start tomorrow. So let me ask, do you think that would increase my stress level or decrease it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it definitely increased my stress level. (laughs) That's a really good example of what not to do. I mentioned that I teach at a college and oh my goodness, college students, I feel so bad for college students and the stress levels that they're under. And I have so many college students that come to me that are overwhelmed that they got an A minus instead of an A, or they missed one assignment that really doesn't matter towards their final grade, and they're, you know, begging me to let them turn it in late. And so once in a while, I'll let them in on the secret that, you know, grades don't really matter. (laughs) And they like can't handle that. It just stresses them out more. They're like, no, I have to get an A. I have to get an A. If I get an A minus, it's a catastrophe right? It means everything's the worst. That's being really, really reactive to stress. And so, you know, it's interesting. Part of the reason I'm talking about all of this is to just kind of challenge us to think about, okay, when I'm stressed, do I try to ignore it? Because that's that resistance phase and we know that ignoring it doesn't really help. Do I try to immediately be reactive to it and fix it right away and do something about it immediately? Because that's also that resistance phase and that doesn't necessarily help either. Or do I kind of like recognize that I'm stressed, try to do things to make my stress go away, but recognize that the feeling won't last forever and that I'll be okay? Like what would that look like? Would we maybe make better decisions? Would we maybe feel less of that like urgency of like, oh, I'm so stressed. I don't know what to do. I have to do this, that, and the other thing. So for this month, I really, really just challenge you to recognize that you've been stressed before. I know you have. And you'll be stressed again. You will. And you can handle it because you're so okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. 
Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.